When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we talk to Hakeem Butler, wide receiver from the Arizona Cardinals. You guys know what's about to go down in Arizona. Hakeem was out all last year with an injury, but he is ready to roll. We talked about D-Hop. We talked about Fitz, Kyler, that whole offense. We talked about Cliff Kingsbury's home that we all saw on draft night, and then we did ranked. Hakeem is a big fashionista. He's also from B-Mart, which is my town but we talked about the top three worst fashion trends it was an absolute riot hilarious throughout i hope you guys enjoy let's get it blue wire the baltimore ravens select lamar jackson i'm a rave is on all year every year jackson takes it himself oh he broke his ankles For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant put the jumper. He got it! And the Lakers lead! What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode. On this episode, we welcome our guest, Hakeem Butler from the Arizona Cardinals. Hakeem, how's it going, man? I'm good. How y'all doing? Oh, we're doing all right. It's, I mean, what are we in? Almost month three of quarantine, I feel like. <laughs> it, it's been a, told, it's been told, a long, it's been a long, yeah, long I told time. Jack, yeah. I told Jack before when we hopped on, we were waiting for you. I told Jack, I was like, dude, I was looking at like my memories today. And it's actually been two months since I've put on a pair of jeans. Like I've just been chilling <laughs> in my house and like shorts and sweatpants. I haven't gotten dressed up for anything in two months. It's wild. I don't think I want to put on jeans again, though. I know. It kind of changed the way we live. Some, I mean, most things I prefer not, but some it's taught me a little. Where you uh, hold up right now? Uh, I'm in Arizona right now, so jeans won't be getting put on for at least another eight to nine months because it's like <laughs> 110 degrees right now. That's true. So, So let's get right into it. Have you guys, what's the deal? Are you guys doing a virtual off season? How's that working? Uh, I mean, I think all the teams in the league right now are just doing virtual meetings and things like that. Uh, so, I mean, everybody's kind of just on the same playing field. We should have some news coming soon. I mean, we're not doing virtual workouts. I know some teams are, but, uh, yeah, we're just doing virtual meetings and then go work out after that. Yeah, we, we talked to Lane Johnson. He was right after he hopped off the call with us, he was going to do a workout with, with the Eagles. And 
I was like, how the hell do you do a virtual workout? He said, there's literally just a guy on the other end of the call watching you work out, just counting your reps, essentially. <laughs> it's just like a rep counter. And that's what the virtual workouts yeah, are. But have you, have you noticed that in these, like, in these Zoom meetings, these virtual workouts, that it's harder to pay attention than if you were actually at the facility, like in the meeting rooms? I think for me, I think it's a lot easier, honestly. Uh, just because, like, you know, being so young, I guess, you know, I'm just used to staring at a screen anyway. So right, right. I guess it's kind of just like it just, just kind of made sense, I guess. Yeah, versus like, I think people forget because, you know, we're young, we're about the same age, we're used to growing up in this era, but there's players on your team, there's players, even wide receivers on your team that are much older who might not have as much experience with social media or setting up a Zoom call, like, it's not as easy as it is for us. Like, is that a huge problem with all those guys? Like, they're just like, like Larry Fitzgerald is just like, how does this even work? Uh, he's old but he's not that old (laughs) (laughs) but i know he's not that old but a 10-year difference they didn't even have like iphones growing up you know but but you gotta think about it i mean he like we came like we grew up and we were young when like iphones came out but i mean shit he was like he was 20 something maybe when iphones came out so i mean you know, he's like, you know, he, he came up with it too, technically. So, I mean, I, I think he's very, like, proficient and he got all kinds of assistance and stuff. So, I mean, even if he wasn't, you know, he'll, he'll fake it. Totally. So, you, you know, grew up a large part of your life in Texas and you always talk about Texas football. And then you go to Iowa State and, you know, since I went to Texas and Texas is football is a big deal, but we're just not very good at it somehow anymore. Um, What what like is the deal? What's the deal with Texas football? Why can we never recruit a good player anymore? And then why did you go to Iowa State? Oh, man. Um, Shoot. I'm trying to think like, you know the right thing to say here about texas football where i don't (laughs) no filter no filter trust me i said whatever you're gonna say i've said worse (laughs) (laughs) um well i mean texas like texas football honestly i wanted to go to texas just because of the lore you know growing up in texas i mean even before i moved to texas like vince young was just a man and and everybody saw that rose bowl game like Mm -hmm. even from baltimore and like i just I've just always just been a fan of like Texas, you know, just the Longhorns. And I honestly wanted to go to Texas really bad. I, I wouldn't have minded to like go play for the Longhorns and just have that fan base, burnt orange. I would look good in it and everything. But anyway, <laughs> that's besides the point. Uh, I think, I don't know. I just feel like people, young kids don't really care about history anymore. I feel like, and at the same time, maybe the guy, you know, that's leading the charge there in Texas is not the right guy, I feel like. Um, you know, I just I just don't know if he's the guy that should be running the show. Interesting. That, I think, you know what? That's better. That's a better response than most people. You know, most people are just like, you know, it'll come around or they're historic. They just had some struggles. But not a lot of people actually point to the coach. So that's an interesting point. But what about at Iowa State? What was your success like there? Why'd you end up there? Oh, uh, well, I went to Iowa State. I mean, I moved from Baltimore. I had all kinds of, like, grade issues and everything just because, like, everything I was going through in life at the time. But uh, I kind of, like, I had a bunch of coaches come in late. I didn't get any offers during my senior year of football. 
I was prepared mm-hmm. to like commit and play basketball somewhere because you know I just wanted to get to college really. But I mean, football was like going to the NFL was always my dream, <clears throat> and so. I just remember basketball season started and my basketball coach, he just was like, yeah, like some coaches in the hallway want to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, like some basketball coaches or something. And I remember it was a coach from Indiana and uh, he's like, I want you to play defensive end. And I was like, shit, coach, like I'm ready. Like I'll play whatever. Like I just want to play football. Wow. And then uh, all these other coaches start coming in and then, one short black dude from Iowa State, Coach Louie, came in and he was like, you a big fucker. I was like, <laughs> I was like thank I was you. Like, yeah. I mean, most <laughs> most kids like lie about their height and stuff. So, I mean, it's like it's hard to get recruited when you're actually like 6'6". But, uh, yeah, he came in, told me I was big and he thought I was a freak. He watched me dunk a couple of times and he was like, you're going to be a monster. Like, you need to come to Iowa State. I didn't even know Iowa was a state at that time. <laughs> uh, it was, it was definitely, it was, it was a little wild, it was a little crazy, but I didn't know Iowa was a state at the time. I didn't know they were in the Big Twelve. It was just so much I didn't know. Mm. And right. then, uh, you know, he told me he had to fight for me to get a scholarship there because they were kind of full. And a kid decommitted. Wow. I visited, fell in love, and the rest is history. There you go. So. In that story, you said that you were getting recruited to play basketball. One thing Jack and I do yeah. for every, whether it's a basketball, whether whenever we have a non-basketball player that plays basketball on the podcast, because I think Jack, was it our first episode we did this? Yeah, we came up with our, our first time. episode ever. Jack and I gave us each other our player comparisons in the NBA. Jack said he was Russell Westbrook. I said I was. <laughs> I, I What's said funny, I said, Akeem? What's funny about that? <laughs> Nah, man, good for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the white Russell Westbrook. I play below the rim, but I play at his speed in terms of, I guess, you can't, you can't, can't be rushed. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we've, we've squashed that since. But my point is, my point is, Hakeem, who would your NBA comparison be with your style of play? Uh, it just depends on the day. Like, you know, like some days I'm Michael Jordan, some days I'm <laughs> oh, like Dennis Rodman. <laughs> It just, just depends on the day, honestly. See that's what, what I mean? That's what I said. So, yo, that's what I, I agree with him because some days I'm like, I wake up thinking, damn, I woke up in brawn mode. And then other days. <laughs> you like, wake up in brawn e mode at best. You're <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean Bronny's tough and can dunk, so I'll take it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, all right, back to football because you obviously, you ended up at Iowa State, but you were red, you redshirted your freshman year. And I'm always curious about the redshirt process because these guys that come to these big name schools like Iowa state and the big 12, they're used to being the best at football their entire lives. Like in peewee middle school, high school, that's why you're, you are where you are, but suddenly you get to a program like Iowa state who's in the big 12, who is a respected program. And you have to take a step back. And you did also did this in your rookie year with Arizona um, where you have to take sort of a red shirt year, obviously under different circumstances, but what does that do for you mentally knowing that like, you might be totally fine and can go out there and play, but you're just, like, not allowed. Um, I mean, at Iowa State, it was definitely a lot different than in Arizona. But uh, mm-hmm. I would say at Iowa State, they kind of registered to everybody in my class except for maybe, like, one or two people. Is that and a common like, thing? Um, no, but, I mean, the, like at the time, Iowa State was honestly, like, we had a lot of talent. 
Right. Well, probably one of the most talented teams in the country. The coaching just wasn't where it was supposed to be. Um, I mean, and that's why they, they were gone. It wasn't our head coach's fault, but, yeah, it was some people on the staff whose fault it was. We're not going to talk about that one right now. But, uh, <laughs> but, no, like, at first, you know, being young, you know, teams make promises. People say things when you get them recruited, like, oh, you know, you can do this and that. It's it's tough, you know, when they first, like, when you realize that, like, you're not going to play at all. Like, there's no way you're playing. I think that's, like, it definitely, like, hurt everybody that I came in with. And kids being kids nowadays, you know, everybody wants to be that freshman starter, that that freshman rookie year type guy. And it just, right. you know, it's, it's realistic. But at the same time, you know, stuff happens for a reason. And I, I truly believe that, like, registration was the best thing for me. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I know I wasn't ready, like, college football. I weighed 170 pounds when I got to school. and and I remember the very first day I got there, uh, I saw kids hitting in seven on seven with no pads. I was like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> so like, I had to take a year off. But when I got to the league, I think the circumstances were, were definitely completely different for me just because, you know, I didn't like where I got drafted uh, fourth round. I thought I was a lot better than that. And mm-hmm. uh when I, I had like a chip on my shoulder, I felt like I had a lot to prove to myself and, and a lot of people out there. And I feel like I didn't get that chance because I got hurt and it's nobody's fault. I mean, but my own. Uh, and I mean, there was no way I was going to play with the way my finger was at the receiver position. It just wasn't going to happen. Right. I mean, I think that, I mean, injuries are part of football. Everyone knows how dangerous of a game it is. So, to, obviously, the, the thing is, I've never, I've never been hurt until this year. Wow, wow! Obviously, it's so, different so it's circumstances. Like a, getting redshirted when you're hurt versus when you're not, um, because at one point you're being told you're able to play right now. We're just not going to play you. But in the like, there was a point last year where you were physically, you physically couldn't play, and that's being that you've never been injured before. That's probably takes a toll on you. But do you feel as if sitting out all of last year and and watching Kyler and the offense go to work and watching Coach Kingsbury and him implement his system is actually going to be beneficial for you in, in your, I guess, your official rookie year now. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I just – I saw I saw a lot of – I saw ways to do things and ways not to do things last year, and mm-hmm. I definitely took mental note of, of everything. Um I got to just be in the offense, I would say, and just, you know, understand why we were doing things. I learned defenses a little more. I learned why we run certain plays when we run them. I just think I just think I'm more – I think I'm ready to, like, just jump into offense now, I would say, and just make a difference. I mean, I'm confident and I'm ready to get back out there. I think that's probably the biggest thing for me, too, just a year to really get my confidence up and, and know that I can compete on this level. I, we played a lot of guys that – I feel like really shouldn't even be in this league. And so I know that I definitely have a chance to make a difference and make a name for myself in this league. Now I feel like you have the dog mentality, you got the chip on your shoulder and you have a full year of like experiencing the NFL and learning from the greats. It's like all goes now. That's like the most exciting part when you're an athlete is you're not just being thrown in there and have to figure this out. Like, you know what you have to do. You just got to, put in the work now which is the easiest part when you're built like the way you are yeah 
Absolutely. Like, yeah, that's exactly like perfect. I can't say no better. There we go. Um, so coach, have you been to coach, uh, Cliff Kingsbury's house? Because we saw it on TV and <laughs> that thing looks nice. Are all the houses in Arizona like that or what? I mean, you get a pay like him. Yeah. They all look like that. <laughs> <laughs> but not nah, like his house. I've never been, but I mean, you know, I'm, I'm definitely waiting for the invite along with a lot of other people. I presume. <laughs> Uh, I saw the house on TV and I couldn't believe it. I'm trying to figure out where the dude lives at too. So <laughs> yeah, they're like yeah. the house is flexed. The house is almost too mm. nice. Like it gave it gave me the vibe. Like this is a house that like you could probably cover up a crime at or something. Like I don't know. There's like <laughs> that, I don't know what was going on there, but like with the open thing and everything, it just well, seemed... you're not an open living room guy. <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> we're working on taking down a wall here, but <laughs> as of now. Oh, <laughs> uh, nah, his, his house that, that that thing was beautiful so the league you were asking me about hollywood oh also do people not call him hollywood so i'm a ravens fan i mean i grew up in baltimore and i like we just call him hollywood brown that's his nickname that's almost like I, someone asked me what his name was and i was like hollywood and they're like no what's his real name i'm like i don't know i forget obviously it's marquise and you called him marquise. When, when he said marquise i actually thought my first thought went to marquise lee i was like what? yeah that's what i'm saying it's become just hollywood brown but it's funny because also in the league is kyler and in the group chat that we're all in to organize playing our games i sent a message and i was like yeah i play hollywood later tonight and Kyler literally wrote, he's like, it's Marquise. Like, he won't give him the nickname Hollywood. He hates it. <laughs> um, have, do you play Madden? I mean, do I play Madden? Yeah. Of course. Okay. I, I play. Have I you play played Kyler? All day, every day. Have you played against uh, Kyler? No, I played Kyler in FIFA, and I played with him in Fortnite. That's about it. Okay. I don't think Kyler wanted to see me in Madden, though. Ooh, really? He's he's like 10-3 and three in our league. Like, he's Well, nice. Jack, you're also trash. Okay, but that has nothing to do with me. I'm talking – but it's funny <laughs> because I discovered – I mean, this is my first league with a lot of pros, and, like, Hollywood, Mixon, Derwin, Kyler, they're all at the top of the league. So, I don't understand. Someone asked me this, all right? You guys play in the NFL. You're obviously super athletes, super talented. But Madden, it's not like you're reading defenses better than us. Maybe you are, but that's not true. Yes, but, they are. but you are in but Madden. You are, but you are though, really percent. Really, it's, it's easier. I mean, it's definitely easier to read than it is in the league because there's no disguising it on Madden. Like you can try, you know, you can. Right, so use Hakeem, somebody Hakeem, take them out. If, if you were sitting next to me actually sitting six feet from me and we're staring at a game of Madden you would you think you'd be able to identify the defensive sets and like who was going to be open before the ball was snapped absolutely I do I do it all the time versus my friends and they get mad at me that's nuts so that would then explain why you know maybe you guys crush all of us when you play video because I was like maybe it's because their hand-eye coordination is so much more elite than the average person like the gamers do but Maybe so. I watched, I watched a little bit of. I watched a little bit of like what you're running and like don't run cover two like ever. That's all my brother said to run. <laughs> Never, what do you run like, in Madden? I seen Hollywood. I seen Hollywood like just running post after post. Like it'll continuously be open if I you know. just keep running cover two. I know. All right. So then, so then, answer this question: If you guys are so good at Madden, but then I'm, I would imagine you're pretty good at FIFA and 
and Fortnite and all those games. Is that just because you guys play a lot of video games? Uh, yeah. FIFA's a little different, like, because sometimes. And it ain't nothing I can really do about <laughs> it. It's just, like, in other countries, FIFA is like other people's Madden. So right. I play those other dudes, and I just get destroyed. Yeah. I mean, we saw the the e, I don't know if you watched it. It was absolutely painful to watch. But like the NBA 2K ESPN tournament that went on, like I play, I I used to play a lot of 2K, and I I used to think I was really good. Nah, you were trash. You were always trash. Let's be honest. Not, not the point. <laughs> not not the point. But I'm watching these guys play like Devin Booker or Son Whiteside, and they're legitimately playing like real basketball on 2K. Like you, the stuff you see, they're running sets. But that's not the, the best the way to do it. I feel like. But like you can no, tell that they have, the that you can tell that they have a. It may not be the best way to do it, but you can tell that they have superior knowledge on basketball in general. The way they play, similar to how Hakeem and other NFL players can sit back, look at what a defense is mad at, and know who's going to be open. Like you just know where certain guys stand, what that means. Hakeem, if we play, court. what's the score, bro? Like. If I should, I mean, I told you about the cover two thing, but if, if I would have, if you would have ran cover two versus me, I would have definitely scored a hundred points. A hundred points? There's not enough games. I'll just points. be I on. Mean, that's not that far. I'll be on two clock. <laughs> I'm not letting I mean, up. 100. You gave up seventy. You gave up seventy two. Seventy two to Mixon. He had like twelve carries for seven touchdowns. You can't really. You uh, think you would put up a hundred on me? What? What? Uh, are you Xbox think- or PlayStation? PlayStation, bro. I don't do the Xbox, man. Although I might, I might buy the next Xbox just because, just yeah, to like dope. play other people in it. Hmm. When are they, well, they gotta do like, do they do cross? I'm kind of out of the. They video do, game they nowadays. do cross platform for like Fortnite and stuff, but they don't really do it for 2K or FIFA or any of that. Which that's stupid. I don't know if it's smart or dumb. I mean, no, I think it's dumb. But I mean, it's like, is there a way to like? It, it makes money somehow, you right. know. It's above money, years pay grade. It all goes sure, back sure. to money. Yeah, it is all about the bread. Um, all right, so outside of video games, off the field, you also are into fashion, correct? For sure. Um, so did you walk during – were you in New York? I was in New York, uh, but I didn't, like, walk. Uh, gotcha. A good friend of mine, you know, Todd, Todd Schneider, he had a brand, and he wanted me to come out for – his fashion show, which I mean, was definitely like, was mind blowing that, you know, I've been missing that my whole life. And, you know, just to see a different side of New York and yeah. really of like the world and everything, I think it's just, it was, an, it was a great thing for me. It's How'd you get into fashion? How did I get into fashion? Um, I would definitely say my mom, my mom, like she like, she wouldn't leave the house without looking good. She used to always say, you never know when you're going to run into your future wife, so you need to look good. And, I mean, I've always, you know, stuck by that. You know, I don't want Beyonce or, like, Halle Berry or something to see me and just be like, nah, you know. No, Beyonce's got a, I think, a boyfriend or a husband or something, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he he got a little bit more money than me, but, I mean, that's all he got on me. Right, you got, (laughs) I mean, the looks have gone on Jay-Z. That's down the drain. Let's see if if Jay-Z's running cover two. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, do you know know Dale Moss? Uh, Dale Moss? No, I'm not sure. So, Dale played for the Packers, and he's actually huge into fashion. 
Uh, he was a wide oh, receiver. Oh, the lineman, right? The lineman, right? No, no, no. He's a wide receiver. Oh no, no, no! I'll I'll, I'll uh, send you his profile. He's interesting because he was kind of he's doing stuff similar to you. He's out of the league now. He's more focused on like fashion and modeling and stuff like that. But it made me think because I saw him all over. He kind of was one of those guys who bridges the gap from you know the athlete world, and you kind of you never know about it. Yeah, like a lot of athletes will buy designer stuff, but they're not they're not ingrained in the culture that is like a New York Fashion Week. So. It's cool to like see. I mean, yeah, I, I right? feel like that's a that's another problem with fashion. People feel like if it costs more, it look better, and that's not true at all. Exactly, exactly. So, what? So, what's that mean for the the game day fits this year? Like, are, uh, have heat coming, or what's the deal? I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do my best for sure, for sure. I got, I'm working on a lot of things. I haven't really put much thought into it because I don't even imagine there being fans there at this point bro bro like i said that's that's about my jack jack get over it no no shot no 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 i'm not talking about the fans first of all one it's all about the picture for the gram and two this dude i'm talking to a dude i'm talking to a dude who had a photo shoot at dave and buster's and he he can't even get dressed up (laughs) for a national football league game i'm gonna need an extra Let's, let's talk about oh that. My, that was talk, a, for those who don't know, we looked at Hakeem's Instagram before he hopped on, and there was a very improv background. I know that location. That's a Dave and Buster's. <laughs> what what okay. possessed you let's, to do the impromptu photo shoot at Dave and Buster's? Okay, let's let's discuss it now. Since we want to discuss it, let's discuss it. Okay. <laughs> now, first of all, that wasn't Dave and Buster's. That was a perfect game in Okay. Okay. It was a perfect game, and uh, it was a part of a lifestyle shoot uh, that my guy Derek Spencer. He's our, he's like our team photographer, but he's like one of the best photographers I've ever met. Uh, it was a lifestyle shoot, and he just thought it was a good idea with the colors and everything. And I mean, I definitely agree. I think it it made everything pop, and it was just a good background that nobody's expected. I've never seen anybody do it, so you know. We're just I mean, breaking boundaries who here. Who doesn't love Dave and Buster's? <laughs> I like <laughs> I agree. It, it did look dope. I'm just saying, how do we not already have every outfit picked out for all 16 of next season if we're going to be doing shoots at a little video play? That's all I'm saying. Because, because you know, like, you, know you can go viral off of all, all that. 100%. But like, I can't pre-plan. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's – like. I mean, I'll pre-plan, but, like, months in advance, that's just not it. Because, like I said, you know, before, everything just determines on the mood. Like, that's that's how everything works at this point. I feel you. All right. Well, that's a good segue into Ranked. So, on this episode of Ranked, we're going to rank our third, our top three least favorite or worst fashion trends. So, Abe, I will kick it off. Then we'll go to Abe. Then we'll go to Keem. It's a snake. So you're going to do your third and second, and then we're going to save your number one for last. All right? Let's do it. Okay. All right. My number three, I'm going to go with holes in the shirt. So, like, ripped jeans, that's cool with me, all that good stuff. But, like, why am I staring at, like, your abdomen or your nipple if you're just going to, you know, going out to eat? I don't get the ripped shirt vibe. That's just me. That's number three for me. Yeah. 
don't hate me. Okay. I want to preface my three with – And um, hold on, Abe. And Akeem, we – Abe and I are very aware that there's a high chance that you pull off many of these trends. I was, that's that what I was going to say. may offend you. So – that's kind of what we're going for. I don't get offended. Each and someone is like how I live. <laughs> All right, perfect. Uh, yeah, I, a lot. My three might be because they stink, which they do, but also I'm off. Um, so my number three fashion trends. It's become a new thing: the fanny pack across the chest. I just mm, I like I, the fanny pack. I was in disagreement with Abe on this one. Can you pack across your chest? Yeah, I would love to. What do you think about the fanny pack? Uh, I mean, I had a, I had like something like that, the lacrosse body, and I, I gave it to my brother. It just wasn't my thing. Okay, all yeah, right. Because it's stupid. <laughs> all right, give us your, give us your third and your second. Uh, third and second. Um. One thing I really hated was the the Balenciaga shoes. You know which ones I'm talking about? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I I was not a big fan of those. Uh, mm-hmm. They they look very very cheap. Even though I know they're definitely expensive, I've, I've seen how much they cost, so I know they're expensive. <laughs> but um, definitely something I hate. Uh, I don't like when brands do their logo like all over the shirt mm. or like the sock yeah. or whatever I've seen, it is. I've seen you know a lot of stuff about? with champion does? champion does that who else yeah, does that like you know like just repeatedly over the the thing like Balenciaga does it like 10 12 1500 times on their jackets and stuff it's just like it's too relaxed. much something like, tells me that there was a little fallout between a potential <laughs> hakeem butler and Balenciaga deal um, <laughs> The first Man. two are pretty indicative of that. <laughs> Sounds like you'd maybe get a deal you won with them, but no, I res- I respect that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Abe, what's your uh, what's your number? Number two? two for me. You know, I don't know if there's still as much a thing, but they were a year, year and a half ago. The clear, see-through aviator sunglasses. Girls wear them a lot. Fully Is clear. I don't. I don't. I'm not familiar with those. Do you know he's talking about Akeem? I'm not really familiar, but I feel like I, I'm I'm kind of getting it in my or head. Or like, like the I girls who like wear I'm the big kinda... like yellow, the yellow sunglasses or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? You can see their eyes with no lenses type thing. The worst, <laughs> where you can see their eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I kind of got you down. Oh, brutal. <laughs> Um, Abe, you'll have to dig up a picture for us and we'll have to, I'll have to take a look at those. Um, all right. My number two, just know they suck. My number two are the ugly Yeezys. So not like your just over-designed ones. I'm talking about like the ones that come out and it's like, how do people even purchase these? I know it's Kanye West and Yeezy, but like, that looks like someone's wearing the foot of an alligator. Like what, how did they- Are you talking about the new like Croc sandal one? Yeah, they got the Crocs one. They've had, I mean, he's done a bunch of terrible ones that just, I see pictures on Twitter. I'm like, how do people think those are cool in the slightest? I don't understand. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not agreeing with that. Kanye, that's that's where it's at. That's like you gotta you gotta get down. I, with that. I don't hate the Yeezys either. Wait, wait, time out, time out. Hakeem, you're in for every pair of Yeezys. I'm talking like the ugly every, ones. 
every pair I'm, I'm with. Like Kanye, <laughs> Kanye's my guy, first of all. Like just like fashion, music, everything. Like right. I'm, a, I'm a Kanye guy for mm-hmm. sure. I'm going to pull up so many ugly Yeezys and just tag you on my Instagram story. It's just going to be a slideshow <laughs> of ugly Yeezys at Hakeem Butler. All right, fair enough. I number do, one. This, listen, we do the ranked so that we can get, you know, we have the expert in the room and you know, you gotta tell me when I'm off. That's that's your opinion. That's my opinion. My number one is Coachella. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> what are people wearing? <laughs> like what Jackson. are you what are you Attaboy, Jack. wearing? Attaboy. Uh yeah, I don't know. Cam Newton definitely went crazy at Coachella. I guess if I had to pick a specific trend within Coachella, it was like every the- Sunday is Coachella for Cam. <laughs> well, that's also true. It's like the the man dress. I don't know. Yeah, Coachella. Uh, I'm kind of happy. That's I would say that's the one positive from coronavirus is we had to, we got to avoid all the Coachella outfits. That's mine. Okay, but in the same like, breath, I feel like, like Coachella's some- Coachella's like Burning Man for like teenagers exactly for like teen same- like teen i don't even want to describe them i feel like i'll just say something off so i'm gonna Listen, let it go i'm gonna let it go. i i totally love the pick i'm agreeing with the pick i'm just playing devil's advocate here every year coachella comes around there are some pretty girls posting some nice photos <laughs> in i'm just saying so i will i, agree. I will 1000 percent agree with that yeah 1, no I, i'm in on that i'm in on that maybe it's <laughs> men's fashion at coachella I like you can't hate it all right okay my number one which nobody looks good in i don't care what you look like i don't know if you even pronounce it right is it phila or is it phila those like big fila. white pump fila. shoes that are fila. coming back phila yeah. Those Fila big white oh, Fila? pump shoes that are coming back. Akeem's oh gonna like them too. God. I know it. I can feel oh, it. I wish I, I should have used I should have used that as my number two. Got it. Ha ha. Yeah, it looks like if Nurse Jackie <laughs> wa- wanted to make a shoe with Kevin Durant for <laughs> an, a basketball shoe, like those big white clunky pieces of shit. Get them out of there. Do not. That's a good no, those, those are the worst shoes. Those are like one of the worst pair of shoes that ever be invented. Hey, there you go, Abe. All right, we both got good picks. We got Akeem's approval for our ones. All right, let's hear your number <laughs> one. Let's hear your number one. Uh, my number one. I, I feel like I'm very vocal about this. Everybody that knows me knows that I I really truly hate this this look. Um, well, last year, my last year at school. I think the big fashion trend with all the girls was like, uh, was it like dad jeans or mom jeans? I'm not, I'm not sure of. You guys know what I'm talking about? Like like, baggy, like the I know they're called um, what are they called? They're called bell bell something jeans, I think. Bell bottoms. No, not bell bottoms. Not I know you're talking about bell bottoms, but they're like dad jeans or mom jeans or something like that that girls have like tried to bring back, and it's just like I mean, yeah, baggy baggy jeans just never look good on a girl. Yeah, and they just – and then they're normally, like, high, and then girls try to put heels on with them. Like, just because you put heels on with it does not make it look good. <laughs> Wait, so your number one is a female trend? Bro, like, wow, every, every time I see a girl wear that, I get, like, a headache. <laughs> I, I mean, I respect it. I like it. You want the girls – if you're going to – if you're going to look good – and every time you leave the house, then their expectations should be the same for the ladies. I have a question for the group. How do we feel okay. about how do we feel about sunglasses inside? Uh, 
just depend on location. I feel like it depends on the person. Sunglasses inside, like you saw the pictures on Twitter, like all the last four, the big time MVPs have been rocking sunglasses inside. That's how fashion trends start. You know, you got MJ and then Mars, you know. Yeah, I feel like you have to hold you, you a certain gotta, stature. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you got to be somebody to do that. Like, and I mean, if you're confident enough and you carry yourself where you feel like you can do that, then big ups to you. But you gotta, yeah, you gotta be somebody to do that. Well, I think that's the fine line of fashion. Is like to pull off a lot of these tier A, you know, fashion and trends. You gotta have a crazy amount of confidence. But yeah, you just have to not give a shit right but but then some people i feel like they just don't have that stature and they show up and you're just like what are you wearing because you can feel it you can feel it when a person has it yeah absolutely yeah for sure like odell i feel like odell like no one can talk like he wears some crazy stuff but he kind of has he's gotten to that point he killed new york for a couple years and it was just like all right odell odell has that pass he can rock whatever he wants and that's cool yeah like Ross, Absolutely. Ross in the NBA too. Well, that was Ross, he doesn't even oh, wear yeah. clothes. That's, my, clothes. that's what I said. That's my number three. Ross, he's wearing shirts that look like they've been ripped apart. I just wasn't about that. It is what it is. That's it was fair. more than just the shirts. It was like it was a lot of stuff he was wearing that I wasn't agreeing with. <laughs> who's got outside of you? Who's got the best <laughs> fashion on the team? Well, I mean, we just got DeAndre Hopkins. and Yeah, I, I was going to say, I've D-Hop always, does some crazy just, things. Yeah, I'm a big fan of D-Hop, so, you know, we're going to see for sure. That's got to be, like, the best wide receiver room to be in this year, right? Like, you guys are going to be just absolutely disturbingly bad. I mean, good for opposing defenses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the plan, you know. We what just got to execute Right. What do you think that you can – I mean, obviously you already had a year with Fitz. He's coming back. But now you have debatably the best receiver in football coming. Uh, obviously, you're going to have to take a step back because that's just how it works. If you get the best player at that position, you're going to have to take a step back. But what do you think that you'll be able to learn the most from that receiving room? Um. Well, I mean, I, I definitely just learned a lot. When it comes to like work ethic and the way that you come to work and you know you you handle things every day from fits, but as a receiver, I mean in college, I would say D Hop, Mike Evans, and uh, it was like a couple older guys. You know, I've definitely like watched a lot of their film, and so I I believe like just to just to get up close and personal and see how D hop, like, you know, does things. I think I'm very excited for that. Honestly. Have you guys got, I can't wait for that first one-on-one. Have you guys got the chance to, uh, to speak yet? Oh yeah. I mean, I've, I've met him. Uh, I think I met him once at, uh, at, at Fitz house. And I mean, he's, he's a very cool dude. I'm, I really, I'm really excited to get to work with them, honestly. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals are, are one of those teams that everyone's, like, very, very intrigued with this year. It's, like, them, the Buccaneers, the the Browns, obviously. Buccaneers. Like, is they're just one of those teams. Um, what What is a realistic expectation for yourself for your, I guess we'll call it your rookie year, as well as the team as a whole? Uh, for myself, I just want to – I have a couple goals within me that uh, I definitely want to accomplish. But, uh, I mean, ones that I'll tell you, I mean, I just want to 
just want to make a couple plays here and there just to just to get back in the groove. I just want to catch that first pass so I can break that first tackle and just, you know, do what I do best with the ball in my hands. That's probably the biggest thing for me. But uh, as a team, I mean, we're just going to – we're going to go as far as, you know, we decide to go as a team. I think I think there's – in the past, you know, on paper, a lot of people have looked good, and that's on paper. I mean, last year – The Browns. There were a couple teams <laughs> that looked good on paper. And, the Eagles. And that, it just stayed on paper. <laughs> you said the Eagles? He's an Eagles my, fan. He's I, an Eagles fan. I'm a. I, I really. I, I like the Eagles. Really I like the, the Eagles got. Yeah, I mean, y'all. Y'all just didn't have any receivers at the end of the year, and that was kind of crazy to me. Like that one game when y'all had like tight ends playing receiver. That was that was a crazy game to watch. Yeah, I've been telling Jack that for X amount of months, but um, I, we play you guys week 15, so we're gonna have to. I mean, I'm okay. definitely. I'm definitely going to talk shit leading up to that game to you. <laughs> um. Just I mean, you now. you're gonna you have you're gonna the, put. You the, where's the game? Where's the game? The hundreds of people in my the games in Arizona. So it don't matter. <laughs> the games in I Ari- think the games in Arizona. If it was in Philly, you could get all you could get all the Eagles cheerleaders to just wear those ugly jeans, and Akeem would be completely off his game. Just oh, that would be I sick. Would be throwing, <laughs> I'd be throwing up the whole game. Dude. <laughs> everyone's in. Everyone's head to toe in Balenciaga and baggy jeans. <laughs> I would just be disgusted. Uh, um, all right, Hakeem. We appreciate the time uh, a lot, a lot, a lot. I'm excited for this season, whenever it may come, hopefully sooner rather than later. We're excited for the breakout year, um, but we appreciate Where can everyone find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, you know, 410Keem. And, uh, yeah. Do you still? I would have, give out you my don't PSA. have the four one zero anymore. What you mean by my phone number? Yeah. Oh yeah, I had to change. Uh, you know, somebody else was paying the bill, so yeah. Want to change? You want to pay it? I don't care. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm I'm a four four three, so I never my whole. Oh yeah. Yeah, I never got the four one zero, but for everyone listening, that is that is where the number comes from. It's Baltimore. <laughs> that is definitely Baltimore right there. What what high school did you go to? I went to McDonough. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. I, I wanted to go there actually. Oh really? We didn't recruit you? Yeah, I went. No, I well, went. To yeah, they, 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 they bit, didn't pay though. you enough. <laughs> well, yeah, they, you, you kind of can in <laughs> high school. Not talking to them. I played. Uh, I played for McDonough football in eighth grade. I had my first career carry went for ten yards, and then I finished the season with like negative twenty two rushing yards. It was tough. It was tough. So I, that was the end of my career. You finished the season with negative twenty two. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was a soccer player. I was it was this play system. me in FIFA. Play me in FIFA. All you've heard from me is I'm below the rim, Russell Westbrook. I got smacked by Hollywood <laughs> and Joe Mixon. I we won a national championship my senior in soccer and I'll beat you in FIFA. So there you go. I don't think you'll beat me in FIFA, but I mean we'll see. <laughs> Who's your squad? Who's your squad? Your go. Oh uh, well. Play FIFA, I'm a Ronaldo right? guy. Mm, oh, he's I'm so good. Yes, he's the sure. best FIFA player. Oh yeah. Okay. No, I mean we'll he's go the random. Best player, but he's we'll not, that's not the best team. Yeah, that's I guess not, not anymore. Team. The best team is Liverpool. 
Yeah. The best team is Liverpool, and it's not even close. Yeah, that's who I. And that's definitely who I use a lot when I play. <laughs> yeah, they're a cheating team. They're a cheating team. So I don't Wait, know if you're that good. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really a soccer fan that heavy. But Jack, isn't Liverpool and Tottenham like rivals? No, they're not technically. So, so Akeem, I'm. You're a Tottenham fan. Yeah, I'm a Tottenham fan. They're they're not actually terrible in FIFA. It's they're Tottenham pretty, and Arsenal, right? Yeah, Tottenham and Arsenal are London uh, rivals. But all right. We appreciate the time. We'll we'll let you go, but thank you. We do we do appreciate. It. We'll talk to you Best of luck, man. Hey, thank you for having me, man. Of course, we'll see. We'll you. get you back on down the line too. Good luck. Oh, please do, please do. Sounds good, man. We'll talk to you later. All right.